Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. Hi everyone, this is Raya with Reyes on Astrology. Today I will be um, going over the week of March 8th until March 14th, 2022, and the important astrological events that I see. Um, first off, I just wanted to thank everyone that has been listening. I really appreciate you. Um, I'm so excited when I see that each week my listening and my following is growing. Um, this is something that I do because I love it. I do not get paid for this. I do not have any sort of incentive with anyone to record these podcasts. It's just something that I'm very passionate about. Um, it's something I do because I love astrology so much and I want to share my knowledge and my insight to others that um, don't understand it or love astrology and just don't have the time to study or don't have the time to look at every single transit. Um, so if you really enjoy my work and you want to support me, the best way is to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends, tell your family. Um, just spread the word just so my following can grow. And if you really feel aligned with what I'm speaking on when it comes to astrology, um, I am always available for, for chart readings. You can schedule at rayasunastrology.com. That's R-A-Y-A sunastrology.com. Um, and I also wanted to mention too, um, this is me reading my intuitive um, insight into kind of what's going on in the world for me on a personal level and for what I'm seeing um, and translating the astrology of the week. So this is my lens on the world um, and I'm not saying you have to agree with everything I'm saying. This is how I'm viewing the world. So um, I really do appreciate everyone that follows along and can kind of see where I'm coming from with all this astrology. So um, let's kind of get into it. So this week is relatively light in regards to new transits. I mean, we have some things happening. Things are starting to culminate and build up, but it's a relatively light week. I feel like last week was a little bit... Um, noisy. And once again, I'm going to apologize. I have a dog sitting next to me. So if you hear some background noise, it's my dog. He just wants to snuggle, which is fine. Um, anyways, we still have a light week. We still have Mars and Venus are close. Um, that's, you know, that's that making sacrifices for something you desire, love, or want. It also could be the fear of losing something that you value. Um, could be something as simple as increased fighting with loved ones or a lot of sexual tension with others. Um, there are numerous significations when it comes to the planets. So it's not just one cut and dry signification. So um, making sacrifices, fear of losing things, or just an increased fight. So you have to remember that this Venus-Mars dynamic is still going on. It's close, but they have changed into a new, the new, a new sign, which is the sign of Aquarius. So, so the, um, the flavor of it is, is a little bit different than when they were in Capricorn. I also wanted to mention too, before I get into um, this week, is I should have mentioned this last week. Um, when the Sun and Jupiter conjunct, um, when they are exactly conjunct, 
this could also be like a seen as a cleansing of Jupiter. I kind of wrote it off as worship of false idols. Um, you know, it's somewhat negative, but I wanted to, I wanted to let you know that, um, when Jupiter and the sun are exactly conjunct at, that means at the same degree, um, it could be possible self insight into your faith hope, or a larger sense of optimism for something. Um, so if it came across as negative with the threat of worshiping false idols, um, I just want you to aware, be aware that um, this exact conjunction could be like you're aware of those false idols and you find God within yourself. So that's that positive side of it. But typically when a, a planet is moving towards a conjunction to the sun, um, it gets burnt up. We have Jupiter protected more because it is in its traditional sign of Pisces, but there is still that connotation towards a more negative quality when the sun and a planet meet up, but when they are exactly conjunct, um, those burning rays cleanse that planet and it becomes a little bit more positive. Um, so just be aware of that, that Sun-Jupiter could be like the faith in self is reborn or there's some sort of new optimism for the future or new, new hope and, and faith in the self or um, especially the self or something bigger than you. But um, I just wanted to make you aware of that. And it's going to play into this week too because we have a very similar transit going on. Um, we have the Sun and Neptune um, conjoining and they're moving closer and closer this week and eventually they'll be exact. So I wanted you to be aware of that, like false idol worship or some sort of um, exaggeration to benefit someone else's legacy, something like that. But it's going to kind of play off of that Jupiter um, sun. But remember, it could be a faith in the self is reborn as well too, or a faith in the sovereignty of the self or the soul. So that's my little disclaimer from last week. I'm sorry I, I left that out. I just, um, I, I guess I was on a little bit of a tangent as to <laughs> that uh, worship of false idols. But anyways, um, so let's get into it. We have March 9th, we have Mercury moving into the sign of Pisces right around 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's towards the tail end of the day if you are on the East Coast, um, you know, depending on your, where you are. But let's unpack this. Mercury is said to be an exile in the sign of Pisces um, because the sign of Pisces is the sign that's furthest away from its home sign of Virgo and its exaltation sign of Virgo. So Mercury in Pisces is not comfortable and it does not ha have all of its resources, access to all of its resources. It needs to do mercurial things like communicate and think and travel and exchange and, um, and, um, uh, are not argue, but um, have discord, stuff like that. So lucky enough, Mercury is moving very fast right now and we'll spend a very short time in Pisces and it will be moving out March 27th. So we don't have a extended period of uncomfortable Mercury um, time. So that's good. Um, your mind might wander a little bit more. You might get a little bit more confused, kind of like an almost like a mini, mini Mercury retrograde. It has that flavor to it. It's not necessarily going to mess things up or have to make you repeat things, but it has that flavor of confusion, miscommunications, 
getting lost or a foggy mind, um, kind of daydreamy stuff like that. Um, but Mercury is offered a level of support from Jupiter because Jupiter is in his home sign. Um, so it's almost as if Mercury is the guest in a very uncomfortable place, Jupiter's home. And Jupiter is able to kind of ease that discomfort a little bit more. So that's why I'm saying it's like a mini, mini Mercury retrograde. It's not quite there. Um, it's not quite as intense, but it still has that flavor to it, that foggy mind, that miscommunication, that um, your words getting lost or you're, you're having a hard time explaining things, um, things like that. So if you guys know me and follow me and are aware of me, you know that I am a big proponent of sobriety. Um, but when Mercury is in the watery deep sign of Pisces, I think it is even more important to have a clear unaltered mind at this point. Um, this is because it could be very easy to get lost or manipulated by others um, if you are not right in your own mind. Um, Mercury and Pisces has this ability to not have boundaries or borders when it comes to other people's thoughts or feelings in regards to your own. So that's why I think it's a very important time to not, to have a sober mind and to have a clear mind because if, it's alter, if, if you're altering your consciousness, it could really affect your ability to clearly um, have those boundaries and borders with other people. Um, I see it as a time where it's easier for negative energies or spirits to affect your conscious mind and I see substances, especially alcohol, as this gateway to opening up in between worlds. And you're able to kind of let those negative energies or spirits into your conscious mind and affect you in a way that you're not always aware of. Um, and I think that if you're not super careful when it comes to altering the mind or altering the, the state of consciousness, these negative entities can have a huge effect on your conscious mind and your thoughts. And really create something that could be easily avoided. So what I'm saying is I think that it's going to be very important to have a clear, sober mind for this period when Mercury is in the sign of Pisces, um, even more so because you could overdo it easily or you could just need to get lost and disassociate or detach from reality in a way that is not healthy for your soul or your spirit. So this is something to be aware of. If you take it or leave it, I think that it's incredibly important to stay, stay sober for this time period, especially since we have so much happening in Pisces right now. Um, and it's a lot, but that's what I, that's what I, those are my feelings on it. So um, the next important transit that's going to be happening is March 12th. We have the sun and Neptune conjunct in Pisces. And this was what I spoke on um, last week with the sun and Jupiter is there's the same flavor, but it's kind of like a, a higher octave of it or a bigger, a bigger picture of it. So I see it as like the pursuit of fool's gold, the worship of false idols or belief systems um, built on this like collective discontent or like a collective 
dissatisfaction for worldly circumstances where there's this. So the way I'm seeing it is like the heart is in the right place, but the logic is lacking to what the dis the collective dissatisfaction is on almost as if the movement, the movement itself is valid and has the right intentions, but the target for the movement is not in the right spot or it's misled. Um, so that's how I'm seeing this. I'm seeing it as it could be easily influenced by others where you're disregarding your own morals or your own belief system, or you're disregarding the self and you're kind of playing into some sort of collective narrative. Um, like I said, I see it as you need to be careful with defining lines when it comes to others' beliefs or morals um, and your own, where you could easily confuse someone else's morals for your own, or you could listen to someone's argument, especially since we have Mercury and Pisces, you could be listening to someone's argument or someone's statement about something, and you could be easily persuaded or influenced into their sort of belief system or into their sort of um, morals and just completely disregard your own morals that you have been building your life on. Um, so once again, I am reading this transit very intuitively. Um, it's this feeling that I'm getting inside of me. And I mean, I'm going off of, of course, I'm going off of what the planets and the signs signify, but it's intuitive to me for this reading. So um, just like when Jupiter and the sun were meeting up in Pisces, but I just want to mention that. So like I was saying, the heart is in the right place, but it's lacking the logic for this collective movement or this collective dissatisfaction. So an example of this that I just kind of like came up with is um, you could feel very passionate about saving animals and helping animals in need. And you feel the sorrow and suffering that these animals are feeling and you feel called to improve their quality of living. But in return for helping other animals, you have to work long hours leaving your own personal animals at home alone, causing them to have a poorer quality of life. You're helping someone else or you're helping something else, but at the same time, you're disregarding your own life and making your own life suffer or making other people in your own life suffer to help others where it's you're thinking too much on a collective level and you're not thinking enough on a local level where you're i guess your intentions are too big for your britches almost where you you need to start smaller where it could be a little bit too big for you um but that's just like an example I, I came up with. It's like, you know, helping other animals and in return, you're leaving your animals at home alone to suffer by themselves and making their quality of life worse. So it's like, no matter what, there's some sort of suffering, but you need to go within yourself and realize what are your morals and what are your belief systems and weigh out the good and the bad or weigh out the options when it comes to that. Um, so once again, with this conjunction, it could also lead to a deeper understanding of the self um, when, when the sun and Neptune are exact. And they will be exact on the, at the same degree in the same minute 
March 13th around 6 a.m. And it will be about an hour that they'll be exact. Um, so it could be that that moment in time, that exact conjunction on the 13th in the early morning, um, Eastern Standard Time, you could have a better understanding of some sort of higher purpose or some sort of higher calling. So be aware of that. I think that it would be a great time to pay attention to your dreams and that could lead to some sort of higher calling or higher purpose or higher understanding of the self. Um, especially since on the East Coast, it's happening at 6 a.m. So like that's the perfect time where you're like waking up and this, this conjunction is happening exactly. So your dreams are still fresh in your memory. So you could write them down and have some sort of deep insight. So this, like, like the Sun-Jupiter conjunction, this is kind of like a double-edged sword where it's good and bad at the same time, where it's like, worship of false idols, but then you're realizing the power in the self or the, um, the need to kind of make things better with a collective movement. But at the same time, that collective movement might have its target in the wrong area or its end goal or its ability to help in the wrong area. So it's just something to be aware of. Um, like I said, I read this intuitively um, for this transit. So next we have uh, March 13th. Um, Venus begins to move much faster around March 13th, um, meaning she's moving away from Mars for the first time in quite some time. Um, Venus and Mars have been pretty much a degree away or exactly conjunct since February 9th. So this is a big thing when Venus moves away from Mars because they've been together for so long where Venus is kind of like, okay, I'm ready to move on and, and, and move into new territory. But you need to understand that Venus moving away from Mars marks a period where Venus will be between two traditional malefics of the sky, Mars and Saturn. And in traditional astrology, these two planets, Mars and Saturn, were thought to be the bringers of bad luck or misfortune. Um, but the ancients had a much different view on misfortune or the word bad. It wasn't, it wasn't how we use it today where it, it instills this visceral reaction. Um, they saw it as a necessary part of life where misfortune happens and, and good things happen. It's the rhythm and the flow of life where... Um, just because someone's something bad is happening does not mean that um, all is doom and gloom. It means that there's just a reasoning for this bad. Um, so I personally see like the good and bad or the misfortune as you need to feel and experience misfortune and hardship to fully appreciate the, and understand the fortune and contentment of life. So that's just something to be aware of when I mention that Venus is between the two malefics or bad planets of the sky. It's like, it's just a part of life and we need to go through these hardships or we need to go through these misfortunes to be able to experience the um, fortune and contentment of life. Um, so anyways, with Venus being in between these two planets for the next couple of weeks, Things like harmony, desire, relationships, diplomacy, peace might be a little bit more challenging to express in a positive way just because she's contained by these planets that tend to have a harder 
um, quality or a um, rougher edge to them. So my belief for this time when Venus is between these two planets, it's a good time to exercise your ability to remain neutral, almost be that balance point on the scales and try not to tip to one side or the other, um, where you're not allowing misfortune or hardship or you're not allowing other people's aggression or anger to kind of get to you where you're remaining that that balance point um and with venus being an aquarius it will almost be easier for you to do this to take a more objective or distant view on subjects to create your own opinion or belief and not kind of react to other people's feelings or other people's emotions um because venus is this like it's a saturn ruled sign but at the same time it has that ability to disconnect or kind of be a little bit more objective um we kind of have venus or excuse me we kind of have aquarius on our side with this venus being in between the two malefics for this it's almost like it's making Venus be a little bit easier to emotionally detach from conflicts, opinions, or those challenging situations that involve others, or being able to step back and have a, a more logical reaction rather than a more instant or a more emotional reaction to something that might not be appealing or something that might be upsetting um especially when it involves others so just be aware of that i wanted to just let you know about that i mean it, you might not feel it as much but we do have venus in, in a you know a little bit of a difficult spot for this for this um time period it's for like the next two weeks um but we're getting to the tail end of this week on March 13th and 14th. Um, we also have the moon opposing Venus and Mars. I wanted to mention this. Um, so this could be bringing up emotional upsets, possibly you feel your home values or security is being threatened. Um, I see it directly relating to something that has to do with that threat of future events or that threat of something that involves a group of people. Um, so this is a fast transit. Like I said, it's about two days um, or less than, you know, a couple hours. So don't be too quick to react, especially since the moon is in Leo. It could be that fire instant reaction, um, you know, that, that uh, kind of impulsiveness, fiery Leo moon. But I wanted you to be aware of that with this on 13th and 14th as you could feel a little bit more threatened or a little bit more protective or a little bit more prideful when it comes to things that um, you find valuable, when your home, your family, um, there could be some upsetting news that comes out that makes you feel more vulnerable and threatened to your home and family. So just be aware of it. But that's the thing is it's a quick moving transit. So I don't see it as something that is going to last long or something that is going to be long lived. Um, but that's what I have for March 8th until March 14th. Like I said, it's a, it's a pretty, it's a big week. There's a lot going on, but it's a relatively quiet week for new transits. Um, you know, the Jupiter-Sun conjunction, I think that it's going to 
create some sort of rebirth of faith and hope and an optimism. The Sun, Jupiter, Neptune. What did I say? I said Sun, Jupiter, Neptune. The Sun, <laughs> Neptune, and Pisces conjunction. I think that that day is going to be a rebirth of some sort of higher sense of purpose where you might have been led astray to some sort of calling where your heart was in the right place, but your mind was not. And now you have a higher sense of purpose as to how to complete that calling or down some sort of new path. Um, and then the other one in the beginning of the week is Mercury into Pisces, and that's a quick moving transit too as well. So be aware of that. You might be a little bit more foggy. You might be a little bit more disassociated or um, harder to communicate like I just was where you're losing your words or fumbling or your mind might be easily um, influenced by other people as well too. So that's something I want you to be aware of. I think the Pisces, this Pisces season is like that easily influenced by other people or some sort of collective movement. Um, just be aware of it. You know, it's, it's just something that happens. Um, but things are going to really start picking up next week. We have the sun moving into the sign of Aries where it is exalted, which is so exciting. Um, and then we have a couple of other big transits too, but once again, I will go over that next week. And thank you all so much for listening. Bye.